Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Talk some hockey, and when we do that, there's only one person uh, I want to talk hockey with, and that is the voice of the Capitals forever. That would be Joe Beninati. Uh, the Caps right now six points out of the final wild card spot uh, for Eastern Conference playoff position. They are ten points behind the third spot in their division. Uh, they have faced, as I mentioned earlier in the show, a brutal schedule here recently playing the best teams in the league really in six out of their last seven games. Joe joins us now courtesy of our BetQL guest hotline. Before we get to the prospects of you know, 30 games left and perhaps a run into contention and a run into the postseason. What's changed about Alex Ovechkin over the last six games? 
skating better, feeling better, a little bit more confident. And when they start to go for him, he's so streaky uh, that he tends to explode. So it's nice to see him on one of these goal-scoring tears. I think it's six straight games now. And he's been playing consistently better for about a month, I'd say, Kev. And uh, I just think when you watch him, when he's not contributing, it seems as if the skating stride is nowhere near as explosive or as deep or as powerful. And I think that just all adds up. This is a 38-year-old player who's given every ounce of energy over that time that he's been in the league now, some 19 seasons. And the wear and tear on the body is such that, you know, when you're playing three games in four nights, four games in six nights, he just can't be as explosive, as powerful as he used to be. And more than anything, I think you might see it just on his own a physical game, Kevin, right? He's been known not only for the incredible goal-scoring totals and all that stuff, but he's known to run guys through the boards. His hitting is down. His numbers are still good, but the, the amount of bone-jarring, board-rattling hits that he throws is down. And I, I, we were talking with Bruce Boudreaux recently about it, and Gabby's like, yeah, I wish he would hit some more because when he hits more, he gets into the game more. Is the power play different for him than it was in the past? Yeah, they're, they've tried, they're trying to make some adjustments. They are. Uh, Kirk Muller will be the assistant coach in charge of that, and he'll tell you that schematically they're trying to do some different things. Positionally, they're trying to do some different things. And, um, and over time, I think over the course of the last, again, I'm going to go month, probably six weeks out, you know, they've been more consistently a threat. First three months of the season, Kevin, that power play was, you know, they'd all say it. They, it was dreadful. There, were, there wasn't much to hang your hat on there. Lately, they've been better. I think positionally they're changing some things. You see them going through different sequences. That includes rotating Alex out of, quote, unquote, his office, his sweet spot, rotating him more up top. Occasionally, you'll see him where John Carlson normally lives. Occasionally, you'll see Alex Moore on the goal line. A little different treatment to try and give penalty killers something else to think of. Talking to Joe B., uh, your big picture thoughts on him chasing down Gretzky right now, mid-February, with him on this role are what? I feel better now. I think we all do feel a little bit better now than we did in the first few months. It's just so odd to see uh, Alex Ovechkin for a time there in single digits. And while there are other guys in the league who are had 30 and 40 goals, it's just, it's stunning. Um, I, I do. I I still believe that over the course of his contract, he's going to get there. He's going to figure out a way to get there. Um, Spells like these help. Obviously if, you know, fingers crossed, if Alex can get to 20 mid twenties this year, then again, you start doing the math and you go, oh, okay, this is doable if, knock on wood, he stays in good health. And I think everything is related to uh, his physical being, how fit he is, how strong he feels, how achy he is. And this is something that I've told you for as long as you've been interviewing me, Kevin, I've said to you, this is an amazing athlete for his ability to play through pain. Well, those pains add up, and it's 38 years old now, and it's going to be 39, it's going to be 40. Uh, How is the body going to respond? The shot's never going away. The shot will always keep him in a goal-scoring discussion. You know, you think about it, he he has what he has right now, and I think of at least, I don't know, eight, nine, ten posts that could have, would have, should have. 
I think of the other goals, there have been other goals that have been overturned due to offside challenges and goalie interferences and all. You know, the number could be higher than it is right now, and we wouldn't be having so much focus upon it. But it was sold for so long in single digits, and it wasn't the normal Alex Ovechkin so super impactful on games that we're wondering, geez, is it safe? Is the Gretzky record safe? Spells like these make you think and make you remember this guy is so highly volatile, he's likely to get there over the course of the next two seasons plus. If there needs Joe, to be is a it an accurate analogy to say that, you know, in basketball, if you're a shooter, it doesn't matter if you're out, you know, at the park with your grandson at 75 years old, you can still shoot the basketball. Once a shooter, always a shooter. Is it the same? Is it analogous in hockey to somebody who can shoot the puck and has been a great shooter throughout his career? Will Alex Ovechkin be able to come out at 65 years old and just strike him from, you know, uh, from the wing into the net over and over again? If it's the one-time shot that he's so familiar with, <laughs> yes. yes. You know, I'm not asking but the 75-year-old to break somebody off the dribble You know, and a step back. I'm talking about playing horse. But that's the difference. That's what's happened now is that he does not create his own shot. If we're yeah. going to use basketball parlance, right. he's not creating his own shot as much. But when he does get the chance for one-timers, those are still lethal. And I think you're seeing more set plays off of offensive zone faceoffs where all of a sudden he crosses, there's like a scissor action, and he creates another snapshot right off the draw that, again, can overwhelm goalies. I think more and more in the future, Alex will park himself in front of the cage at 230 pounds and be hard to move. Deflections, rebounds, tips. Those aren't Alex Ovechkin-type goals, but they will probably be incorporated more into his arsenal as time continues to tick. But from a, from a pure, let's put some pucks on the ice and watch people shoot, his shot's overwhelming. It's, it's unbelievable how the puck explodes off of his stick. It's just, it's rare. It's unique. It's 800-plus worth goals of unique, and I don't think he'll ever, ever lose that part of his game. No. We're talking to Joe Beninati, of course. Um, so here we are, 52 games into the season, 30 left. Uh, I laid out where they are standings-wise. They've got a negative 37 goal differential. I think it's the second worst in the Eastern Conference. Why are they where they are now? Because they've been able to win some close games. You know, I, I look at the standings, you're looking at the standings too, and you're sitting there going, how can they do that? and B-37, they're really battle-tested in a lot of one-goal games. They've won, I think they have 13 one-goal wins of their 23, and that includes things that are past overtime or past regulation, I should say. So they win some close games. When they lose, they tend to get blown out. That's why you get that minus 37. But I, I like the way you laid it out at the top, Kevin, because I think it's a real discussion point. I don't know. I don't know if the wild card is your aspiration. I think – the Caps or anybody in the Metro, I, I don't feel very confident after third place in the Metro. I have a feeling two wild cards are going to come out of the Atlantic. So I don't know if you're going to get that wild card spot. You may need to chase down Philadelphia currently in third place, and there are four Metro teams that want to do that. Jersey, the Islanders, uh, the Penguins, the Caps, those are all teams in the Metro that are trying to chase down uh, a third-place spot in the Metro. That may be the best way to get there. Uh, the the Caps' schedule is hmm, – I mean, just look at March. Good God, 15 games in 30 days in March. There's nothing easy about this schedule. 
Uh, Mike Vogel brought it to our attention when there were 35 games left. They were going to play those 35 games in 71 days. It is a demanding ask, and not only is it a lot of games in a short amount of time, but it's quality of competition. You're coming off of that spell that you were talking about addressing where you started with uh, Florida, Boston, Vancouver, Colorado. I thought they played extremely well. There are a lot of people who are sitting there go, yep. wow, the Caps are going to get roasted in that stretch. They played well. They didn't win those games aside from the Boston shutout, but they played well. They competed. They're not giving up at all. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that because going back three weeks, it's Colorado, Dallas, you had Montreal there, but then it was Florida, Boston, Vancouver, and Colorado, and they were competitive in pretty much all of the games except for the first one against Colorado. So despite this, you know, eight and nine, you know, games uh, in terms of losses, do you think they're playing better than their current, you know, run indicates? Yes, the answer to that is yes, but still you've got to score goals. And this has been this team's sore spot from the outset. Uh, They are the lowest scoring team in the Eastern Conference. There for so many times, Kevin, in so many years in the past, the expression was, ah, don't worry, they can outscore their deficiencies. They can outscore their problems. Well, these days they're not outscoring that those types of things if they make mistakes in games and they allow three or four it's usually lights out they know they've got to win games 2-1 1-0 3-2 max and I think what what may be happening I think Spencer Carberry attributed some of this Carberry said you know we we're trying to score goals we're taking chances more risks and we're forgetting that you know at the at the core we should be trying to win win games two to one. If they try to go for that third and fourth goal, they tend to leave themselves susceptible to counter strikes. And when that happens and you're playing the the brass of the league all of a sudden, you can't do that. You make mistakes against Florida, Colorado, Vancouver, they're gonna make you pay. So the trade deadline, I think, is you know, first week in March, somewhere around there, March 7th or March 8th. I think they've got six or seven games prior to then. Maybe the results of these six or seven games will kind of dictate their uh, their mindset at the trade deadline. But as we sit here today, uh, what do you think their mindset will be? Is a guy like Mantha potentially on the trade block? Uh, how do you view that? I would say you know the deadline is March 8th. And President and GM Brian McClellan looked at the schedule and actually pointed to this past stretch of four games and said, you know what, this is going to have a, a strong inclination as to where I'm going in the buyer-seller world. And they You're talking about the Florida-Boston, Vancouver-Colorado yeah, run, the this, four that they right just played. Now, yeah, unfortunately, you've lost yeah. eight of nine. Yeah. And if you're going to take a cold, hard look at we've lost eight of nine – then you're going to go into that seller brigade. If all of a sudden they rip off five straight wins here, that might change Brian's approach. Uh, I think the question is, how if they're going to tear it down, how deep will will ownership and management allow it to be the, this tear down? Uh, I think the, the unrestricted free agents, sure, you've, you've heard all of those names. Uh, Edmondson on the back end. Uh, Pacioretty, if he would waive his right. no-trade clause. Uh, Mantha is, on that, is in that UFA pool. The question is, I keep seeing people talking about, hey, is Charlie Lindgren available? Hey, is Nick Dowd's going to be way available on, on March 8th? He'll bring, bring back the, the greatest return. I don't know if those guys are in the hopper yet. I don't know if, if Brian McClellan's talking about that yet. How deep will the teardown be? If it will only be guys who aren't under contract next year, 
then you've heard the names who are likely to be bandied about. Uh, if it goes deeper than that, then I, I'm anxious to see how far they can cut. But this is the kind of situation you're in. If things continue to spiral the wrong way, then obviously they'll be in the seller's market. But for right now, you know, six points out of a, a wild card, 10 points behind third place. I don't know if it's time to say, yeah, we're done. Because they have played well in these games against the best teams in the leagues. Joe, they've come up short. They lose. Okay, fine. I understand that. If they continue to lose to lesser lights, then yes, Brian's decision will be much, I think, more simple. And then the the phone will be busy. Yeah, I would think that the loss out of the All-Star break uh, and a one-sided loss to Montreal was the one that really uh, hurts more than the others. Yeah, that didn't feel good. That was a kick in the pants for sure. Yeah. And you're, you're um, playing Montreal on Saturday night, so let's yeah. see. And and you've got you know some games against teams in front of you like Detroit and Philadelphia. You mentioned coming up in the next week and a half. Uh, always gotta, enjoy gotta the have con- those straight up. Yeah, you got to have those straight up. Yeah, um, I think they play Philly twice or three times. I was looking at that when you mentioned that that's the team, but they also have Detroit three times, and that that's a team they're really chasing down as mm-hmm. well. Um, and it's love been the, the conversation since mid January. Detroit's been really good since mid-January. It's it's, yeah. it's going to be all about the schedule and, and how well they can win these low-scoring games. Well, look, you know, if you make a run, and it doesn't matter in the NHL whether you're the eight seed or the two seed, just try to get in. And I think it's, you know, important for them right now to not have two seasons go by without postseason games. Uh, but it'll be a tough stretch here for them. But as always, I appreciate your candor and your time. Hope you're well. Talk to you soon. Thanks a lot, Kevin. Same here. Joe Beninati, everybody. We'll do some Denton news next, and then we'll go out to Kansas City and talk to our friend Steven Spector about what happened yesterday uh, in KC. Uh, we'll talk some football as well. Kevin Sheehan Show, the Team 980 and the Team980.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.